discussion and welcome everybody this is bmp weekly episode 207 it is 24th of april uh spring is here sun is shining and it's getting hot no, ah! no, it's, not. no it's not you're in the wrong location then yes i am yes there we go sun is always shining even above the clouds if nothing else <laughs> gotcha. having that clarified yes <laughs> <laughs> Now that we have covered the weather this week, let's move on to more <laughs> secondary topics. Now, in the PMP Weekly, we talk about the latest on Microsoft 365. The latest weather. <laughs> and weather. Um, and my name is Sosa Yvonne, and I'm a principal product manager in Microsoft 365 areas. And with me as a co-host is... Hello. Hey, everybody. My name is Valik Mastegas, and I am cloud developer advocate at Microsoft for Microsoft 365. Excellent. It's been, an, uh, at least for me, it's been pretty crazy weeks. We had the MVP Summit last week, which kept things pretty busy, um, even though remotely, but still uh, moderating on all of that stuff. Um, it's actually a great opportunity to listen what's happening also within the, <laughs> the whole stack as well. So yeah. it's like, it's not too bad, but it's it's uh, pretty long days, uh, considering that some of the, some of the sessions were they stopped like 2 p.m. Pacific time, which is not a suitable time in here. So that's 1 a.m. for you or 2 p.m.? Uh, 2 a.m.? Uh, uh, so yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah. is 4 p.m., yes. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, what was the general vibe? I mean, we obviously know it's NDA, but, but what, what was the general vibe? Yeah. Obviously, I, it's, there's a lot of lot of interesting uh, announcements, interesting features and capabilities coming out. I think the if we think about, let's say, MVP Summit uh, five to six or seven years ago, it was a bit different um, before the cloud and the release schedule what we have right now, because then you could actually see something which is going to be released or announced a year ago from now, and there was kind of this a bit of a different level of an let's say NDA, that was same NDA, but still it, it, it has a different meaning. Now we're releasing stuff like every single week, we're rolling out all the time new functionalities and features. And so it has a bit of a different thing, but then now there's, again, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of really cool stuff in the pipeline. Uh, a lot of uh, features and products are gonna be completely refreshed. Uh, not that we would cause any impact for end users as such, or the customers or developers or partners, but it's basically adding additional experiences and, and co-pilot is everywhere. Uh, so that's pretty obvious as well, based on the announcements. Uh, and of course, this one was a hybrid setup. So there was quite a few people in MVPs actually on-site in Redmond. And so a lot of people excitement related on first time after pandemic getting together. Uh, and, and like today's uh, MVP uh, visitor, who's Chandani property. Uh, did I get it right? No. Almost. Almost. Uh, Praya, 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 actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Praya, so um, she's an MVP who got the MVP status during the pandemic situation. So having that opportunity to fly over to MVP Summit and, and, and not that everybody had that opportunity, but still some of the people had, it, it just has a, let's say, of course, excitement. There's a positivity. Feelings yeah. are excitement. So I wonder, I wonder, so I recall like my first summit way back when uh, in person. 78? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we basically, so I, I had to go on Titanic, you know, to go to the US. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I wonder, I wonder what's yeah, the experience like today fiction. for anyway. MVPs who are new now. Is it kind of the same thing or is it different? Has the, I don't know, sure. perception, the relationship, did, has it changed? Or I is it very the, much the, the same? 
The, I, I would say that the first time when you go to Redmond, uh, I think that's the same for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're MVP or if you're first time employed by Microsoft and if you go to Redmond, because you're basically, the, the bus gets out of, this is the headquarters, this is the mothership. And then, then I walk to the campus area and you're like, how big is this again? Sorry, what? <laughs> how many buildings is there? <laughs> well, and the, the weird thing is, right? Like there is no limit in a sense. You don't feel like you're in and then you're out. Yes. You exactly. just walk and there's buildings and you're like, hey, like that could be. And then you kind of look at the rooms, the kind of decor yeah. and the yeah. the posters, and you're like, still campus. Yeah, still campus. Still campus. <laughs> still campus. <laughs> and then you just keep walking, yes. and there's yeah. like you walk across the highway, and there's like still campus. Still campus. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and even on Redmond Town Town Center, you'll be like, hey, what is these buildings then for? Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. Okay, interesting. What about Bellevue? Microsoft, Microsoft. Exactly, what? yeah, in what? Bellevue, which, is, which isn't around the corner, right? Like, yes. Bellevue is a fair bit out. Yeah, well, five kilometers or ten, but anyway, so... It's yeah, yeah. on the highway, it takes you like two hours to get there because of, <laughs> because of the traffic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the skyline is, is finally getting there. So you can actually, from Bellevue, you can take the train to, to Redmond. Not yet, but it's it's basically, yes, train. so... Yeah, yes, you can actually take a train, well, train or a trolley or whatever we call them, uh, In uh, but you can take the train uh, or a subway, whatever we call them again, from airport to uh, Richmond, town center. Oh, Seattle, Redmond. I was, I was like, airport in, in Bellevue, where do we have No, 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 Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, where yes. we, so the train already gets you from the airport to the downtown of Seattle, and now they're basically doing the further lines connections and, and all of that and that's actually Brilliant. taking you to Bellevue to then the Redmond and the and Microsoft ah. campus so transport transportation center I can't is it building 40 or whatever by the, the highway that's actually yeah. goes track by that time so that is really cool that is yeah. really cool well I mean next yes. time when I am there I mean you will be there probably every week but <laughs> next time when I am there which will be like in the next eight years or so like I will maybe be able to Grab True. a train from the True. airport to the, the you can, campus. You can do, however, now we're taking too much time on having this discussion, but you can, however, think about how long does it actually take to take that kind of a train which goes from airport to Seattle, then Bellevue, then Redmond. <laughs> so, yeah. how long is this? Come on. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> taking Uber or a cab. Yes, it's or a car like, rental. I want to go whatever. there and you go only there yeah. and you don't go, yes. go anywhere else as opposed to yes. making a huge loop. Exactly. Exactly, but still maybe, maybe opportunity goes, is there. It goes the other way back too. Maybe you can go directly from the airport to first to campus, and but no, no, no. Uh-huh. it's not a circle. Okay, well then not. <laughs> then, then, then we are keep using cabs and Ubers and <laughs> shuttles. Anyway, today we'll have a visitor, <laughs> Chandani. Wow, that was a long route. Uh, uh, Chandani, uh, she's based in India um, and been an MVP for two years now, a bit over two years, um, and we. Would talk about her journey. We actually just recorded that before doing this um, because I, actually I was excited. There was a lot of interesting storylines uh, within her history as well. But rather than a kind of a teasing that out, let's jump to the interview and come back to the articles right after that. Welcome, Chandani, on the BMP Weekly. Uh, super thrilled to have you here uh, and talk about you and, and your past as well. So let's r- jump right into it. Can you do a quick intro who you are and what do you do for a living? Yeah, sure. So first of all, thanks for having me. So myself, Chandni Prajapati, I'm from based, uh, Gujarat, India. 
and currently i am working at rapid circle india as a cloud consultant and i am having total 5 years of experience in it career and apart from this uh, i awarded as a microsoft mvp in uh, m365 development category in march 2021 and uh, i am like i'm hopeful for this uh, this term as well so keeping my finger crossed and yep. apart from this if i talk about my skill set so i currently am working uh, in spfx side and uh, if i talk about my hobbies so i love traveling and cooking so yeah i think it's all about me <laughs> let's actually do so it the first to unpack yeah, yeah so exactly. many things to unpack let's not like, stop on anything like destination <laughs> travel re- favorite exactly. recipes uh, where do we go from here no 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 that that's what i actually wanted to actually jump first what is your favorite uh, travel location what's the most awesome thing where you've been uh location i recently yes. traveled singapore so it was really amazing uh, country it is it is and it's I, a small yeah. country but it's beautiful it's yeah, it's, it's unclean beautiful. so clean yeah. yeah and i also like tried uh, cruise so it was all it was also like a wonderful experience cool mm. was it a cruise I from singapore last month only yeah okay singapore cruise uh, singapore with cruise and malaysia cool that's really yeah. good nice so, yes Kuala Lumpur probably uh, and because that's yeah. on the same side of the yes exactly I wonder, I wonder how long it would take us to do a cruise from from here from where we are to Singapore <laughs> a while no yeah so you would have to go all the way like past like all the well, way now, to Portugal and then down to now Africa. there's no cruises from India to Singapore either so you actually fly oh. to Singapore and then you cruise there right yeah that, mm. yes Yeah, Just I have to fly that. from India to Singapore and then Singapore to Malaysia. Uh, we travel by cruise. Yeah. Okay. Really okay. cool. Fair enough. Well, I mean, still a flight from here to Singapore. It's a long flight. Yes. 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 And it's actually when you're flying from Singapore to Helsinki, your boarding pass says "Sin to Hell." Not kidding. S E N to H E L. So as long as as long as you're not on a flight 666 I think you're you're safe. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh whatever. <laughs> Let's change the job subject. <laughs> so uh, but Chandani you said that you are a developer and and in rapid circle. Um what what does a yes. developer in rapid circle actually do? Is that just development 24/7 or 8 hours in a day uh, or or yeah. how does the workday look like? Okay so uh, in rapid circle i'm currently working with one team so our customer came up with their requirement and as i uh, as i already mentioned like i'm focusing on spfx side so uh, I, i we are, we in a team are responsible for like uh, uh, as per the requirement we analyze that then we provide estimation then uh, we devel- uh, uh, and then customer Customer creates a Jira tickets, and based on Jira tickets, we uh, start working uh, working on development. So we are responsible for like analyze development, uh, testing, and products, and we are also part of the like client communication. Yeah. So being a developer, well, that's not unique. So being a developer, of course, means many, many, many uh, things. Uh, yeah. The- Connection is a bit choppy, but we'll get. Hopefully, it will get fixed. Um, so, being a developer, it's it's basically not just writing a code, but it's also about analyzing and coordination and communication and all of that. As you're saying, 
Now, you said that you're a SharePoint Framework SPFX developer. Um, yeah. How did you came to be an SPFX developer? How did that happen? Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, before, two, uh, if I talk about two years back, uh, I was like, uh, in my previous organization, I got a chance to work with one SPFX web part. But I don't have any idea about the SPFX because at that time, like I have only one or two years of experience and yeah. I was learning like site column content type list layout and so on. So I got a chance to work with SPFX web part. Uh, then I have like started uh, exploring uh, Java basic concept of JavaScript. Then I have created one SPFX web part uh, for the client as uh, client's requirement. And then like, uh, at at that time, I have created first SPFX web part. Then I like it to work with like JavaScript, React side. So yeah, yeah. I mostly focused on this uh, front end side. And currently, I can say like I I have till that I have created lots of SPFX web parts. And how do you uh, how do you like the SPFX? How do you like the development? You clearly seem to be excited about SPFX. Yes, I love to work with SPFX. <laughs> <laughs> and mostly in React side. Yeah. yeah. And and you're building uh, on the web part development. You're using then React as well. Uh, is that the case? Yes, mostly using React when I was yeah. like working with web part. Yeah. Because cool. we can easily like communicate. Uh, we can create multiple components, and we can easily create the com uh, like uh, ch child parent communication. And there yes. are lots of things. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because then you can reuse those components across the yeah. individual web parts easily and all of that, yes. which which yes. is really really good. So now um, and and you also said that you're an MVP. How did that happen? What does it what does it mean to be a Microsoft MVP? Uh, Putting you yeah. on a spot. Yeah. So if I talk about my community journey, so it's a like a very long, but I would like to mention some of the points. So in uh, like January 2020, I have like resigned my from my previous organization and I wanted to take a small break. And at that time, my intention was like after taking a small break, I will start with another organization. But, but unfortunately, in March, there is COVID-19. So yeah. I didn't mm. get a chance to work with good organization. So at that time, I was like nervous because I don't have any job. So my husband suggested me like uh, because he was also doing open source contribution and blogging. So he suggested me that you can start open source contribution or blogging. So you yep. will easily find any uh, great opportunity. So I thought like I thought like I can start because I was free at that time. So I have started by blogging. So I, uh, I was thinking like on which topic I will write a blogs. Because uh, on internet, we can find lots of blogs that are available. So uh, I have some basic knowledge of SPFX. So I thought, like, let me explore SPFX in depth. And I will write a blogs based on, like, my uh, daily basis learning. Yep. So I have started exploring SPFX. And I have started writing uh, blogs on C Sharp Corner platform. So... Uh, and then I have like when I was writing a blog, I got a chance to connect with multiple uh, community people on LinkedIn, Twitter and so on. 
and after uh, uh, blogging uh, 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 at that time i was like uh, exploring react only then i was thinking like let me try with another framework as well so i don't have much knowledge or idea about angular but i thought let me explore angular with spfx as well yep. so yeah i did research on internet and i found one library pnp spfx human generator so yep. i i have tried to explore that but uh, unfortunately i found one issue like i was not able to create a solution so i uh, created a uh, uh, issue in the, the in that library and stefan replied me like current version current angular version is not supported for this library and at that time angular version was 8 so i thought like i can uh, start uh, open source contribution with this library because yeah. i got chance and i took it as an opportunity and i have started contribution from this library so i have created first feature for the angular 8 supports and uh, stefan uh, then stefan po- like posted on the twitter and linkedin and i got really uh, good response from all of you community members and it really motivated me to like do more contribution so i have so continued cool. uh, on yeah so i have continued like more features and all then uh, uh, using this my open source contribution i got a like consulting job Oh, seriously that is so cool yeah yeah that's really so, good so yeah uh, yeah so it's like uh, uh, i already wanted a job so yeah i thought like yeah it really helped me a lot so side by side i have started consulting and also open source contribution so uh, then i have explored pnp related like all the platform libraries and all so then i uh, there is one idea in my mind like uh, for the spfx sample data table and i like i checked on the pnp webpart sample and it was not available so i thought yeah. let me create this sample so i have created sample and then i have created a pr for this library and uh, hugo like released that and then one day he connected me like would you like to give a presentation for uh, for your demo but it was my first presentation so i was like nervous because no. how i will be <laughs> how i will be present in the community yeah. so he he told me like don't worry me and david will help david will help help you so david and hugo help helping me for the pros- presentation and uh, at that time uh, david was my co presenter and if yeah. i'm not wrong from that uh, there is one initiative has been started first time presenter so uh, yes. i also learn a lot of things from uh, stefan david and hugo so i would yeah. like to shout out to all of them and then uh, and then i have like explored another libraries pnp script samples and all and i have started contributing uh, based on my uh, everyday learnings yeah so uh, then uh, in april 2021 i got c uh, sharp corner mvp award for the my uh, cool. in which platform i was writing the blogs and mm-hmm. i'm also doing like open source contribution as well so one day uh, stefan connected me and he like asked me uh, do i uh, nominate for the microsoft mvp so i was thinking like am i eligible for this <laughs> because <laughs> so am i like, enough am i am i worthy yes you yeah, are yeah am yes, i good enough so i same thing i re, uh, told to stefan like am i eligible for microsoft mvp 
so he like told me yes you you are so i thought uh, if i'm getting opportunity then uh, i can uh, like take a chance so i told yes you can nominate me and yep. finally last year i became an mvp so congratulations oh it's just absolutely yeah, thank you <laughs> awesome awesome journey and, and i can example, say like, like uh, yeah, yeah sorry go on go on <laughs> so because of my open source contribution i finally got a chance to work with rapid circle as well yeah brilliant yeah. yeah it's it's really cool to see like how it all starts you know from the leap of faith in a sense like well i mean you don't have a, a job so what do you do and then you take on something that is really vague like how will that lead you to anywhere even and then it, like from one thing comes another and another and another like you got c sharp uh, corner mvp you be- became an mvp got a yeah. job another job and it's like how cool is yeah. that that can be really an example of well that's exactly why you can do that right to basically show off your skills at scale to really everybody as opposed yes. to well i can only know that person i'll call them and hope for the best no right yeah take initiative and and now that you've gone through that then you can be the mentor for the following people of course in the same way as Hugo and David and everything else and that that i think yeah. that's the whole mental mindset of of that's how we expand the goodwill and everybody wins uh, which is yes. absolutely great but you, your story yeah. is actually really really cool because again <laughs> it starts from being unemployed and start contributing on on open source and then ended up having a yes. good job in rapid circle really really, really cool yes. and being an mvp and being an mvp of course yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> now now related on the open source contributions um i i think chanda you you had this moment let's not talk about the companies or anything uh because that doesn't matter uh, but before rapid circle you were employed in a company and there was some sort of a let's say disagreement around the open source in in rapid circles case they allow and promote you to contribute in open source um yes. and of course not every single company uh is is like yes. that um and of course these kind of companies then do, they do get people maybe they hire people easily more efficiently because yes. they they allow people to do this uh, but yes. that's a one one kind of a reminder for anybody who's watching or listening is, is that of course you need to make sure that it it is fine for the company or employed to share the code so that there's no kind of a yes. conflicts or or any of that so important piece in in some of the cases in some of the companies again like rapid circle it's yeah absolutely as long as you don't share the customer code and customer project code um you can still contribute which is important yes yeah and i think even even on that right i think that there are many times we tend to overvalue uh the code that we write to be honest like you know like you write a web part so what like is it really you know this super nugget thing that will change the world no it won't it's just a web part like in a week you will write another one and then in a year another one and there will be another and yeah. that's not really a unique thing and also the ideas given you know the reach of tech now the odds are that anything i thought of 10 other people thought of too right yeah. and if i will not and, and and i think the best example of that is is the uh provisioning engine that we have in pnp there was a time that every single si in the world probably had their own way to provision things because well i mean True. you built internet you either built it manually by hand and developed and delivered a document that went through all the steps or you had some kind of script based on something and then everybody would build their own but then nobody would share 
Well, because ah, because it's my unique thing. And then eventually we built one and shared one in the open in BNP, and that became the thing because everybody like because there was there were so much more people working on that in the open than one particular person working for for a company A, and that person then moves, and then there is nobody like all of that is in in the person's mind because it's really minimal work because they don't have time to work on it. So that just leads to like you 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 might have as well worked on the one in the open because that benefits everyone, and that's not really the differentiating work is just really the baseline it's, right so we yes. by working in the open we raise the bar and we let people do things that are truly unique as opposed to let everybody reinvent the wheel and it's like no but my wheel is more round it's like really dude con right yes right yeah that that's <laughs> and and it's always better to well there's still Conflicting opinions, but again, we're seeing more and more, luckily, uh, people being open for open source and building these things together, which is awesome. By the way, I, that, as we were chatting, I was double-checking. You, Chandani, been, uh, the latest contributions you've done, actually quite significantly, is for the SharePoint starter kit um, uh, yeah. this year. And yes. that is a really good example of a one of the, the example projects and solutions which are available to showcase um, how to use the tooling and libraries and controls and all of that. Um, can you kind of have one more time? Of course, the, the contributions, what you've done, uh, opened you the career and you found the career in Rapid Circle and, and, and employment. Any other reasons? Why are you contributing still? You're now employed. You, you have a new job. Um, why are you still keep on contributing? Yeah. So, by the way, uh, I can say I already mentioned that I got a job based on my open source contribution. Uh, so, uh, I, so I what I think like uh, if I'm doing any open source contribution and it helping a lot of people worldwide. So I really like that because uh, if I'm do uh, if uh, uh, suppose we are uh, stuck at anywhere, then we are creating any uh, issues in the particular library or we are putting in on the Stack Overflow, and the lots of people are replying us with the so we uh, came up with the solution and it helps us a lot. So if we are taking something from community, then we if uh, we can do, then we can give back to the community. So it yep. helps to everyone. So and I love to uh, do open source contribution because it helps uh, uh, to everyone worldwide. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm focusing on that really as well. Cool. Yeah. Really, That's really the, cool. Yeah. And it's it's actually amazing to see the reach. And and, and I the, can say, yeah. yeah. And I can Profit. say like uh, <laughs> and I can say like it really helpful for uh, professional and personal growth as well. Because we, uh, if uh, like I'm doing open source contribution, then I like connecting with all of you guys, and I'm every day I'm learning lots of things from uh, community members. So it already like it's already helping me for the, my professional growth. True, that's actually a good perspective. Thank you for raising that as well, because um, of course those the networking is one piece, the the giving back is one thing, but then learning from the others and and basically yeah. that that. That's how I learn everything what I do is by reading or taking somebody else's sample and then having a look on that rather than creating from scratch. So I've always been horrible on creating anything from scratch, but rather in, you know, <laughs> combining things and then then from those build something. That's that's a it's a different mindset. So 
Yeah. And also another cool aspect is the ability to be able to work with others with whom you don't get to work otherwise, right? I mean, like yes. typically when when you work, well, I mean, you work with colleagues and these are folks who are employed with you, but you know, maybe you aspire to work with somebody else because they're yes. smart, they're clever, they know cool things. Maybe you want to learn from them, whatever. Yeah. But it's really hard to do that on the job because like, well, you would need to find a project where they are and then find a way yeah. for your company to be in it. That is extremely hard. But yeah. then in open source, well, the boundaries aren't there. Yes. Yeah. You are free to contribute to any project you want. And if you want to work with them, well, contribute to the project with them. And then like that gives you a unique chance to learn from some of the best folks in the open, right? So that is really a cool way, also a cool argument to... Why would you care about working on open source? Sure. Yeah. Now um, let's let's wrap up the discussion in a in a few minutes. But um, Chandani, what would be your tips if there's somebody's watching this video or or uh, kind of wondering on okay, how would I then start contributing? What would okay. be what would you say for those people? Yeah, sure. So if like someone is looking for open source, then I would like to suggest like uh, uh, we all have our own expertise uh, as per the technology. And uh, in daily basis, we are like referring lots of documentation. Then we are using lots of open source libraries and lots of things are there. So if uh, uh, every first thing will be uh, first thing, uh, everyone will think like, am I good enough? Yeah. First point will be uh, this one. But yeah, the answer is I yes. The answer is yes. Next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, at that time, we have to take like uh, take a, a positive attitude, not like a self rejection. Yeah. And uh, uh, so uh, I would like to give a tip like suppose if you are referring any open source library and uh, uh, if you want to do open source contribution, then you can uh, check a issue list. And if you feel uh, comfortable, like I can, uh, I can like uh, fix this issue. So you can start working on that. Otherwise, yeah. if you have any like ideas for that particular library, then you can uh, like uh, create a PR for the uh, new feature. And yeah. like suppose like if you have any doubt, like uh, like how I can start to contribution and all. So mostly uh, all libraries have their own co own contribution guideline. So you can follow yep. them, follow yep. that, and you can start the contribution. And sub and if you have any doubt, then you can like connect with maintainer or creator. They will always help you. Yep. So uh, yeah. So apart from this, suppose you have your own idea, then you can also start to work from scratch. And you can publish it publicly and everyone will connect and uh, like share their idea. So you will get an idea like how I can improve or yep. if uh, uh, and other will also help you to like uh, uh, update or fix issues and all. So uh, for open source contribution, either we will do it. Otherwise, we will learn. So nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's really cool. Nothing like a failure. Yeah, nothing like a failure. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're like, at some point, and like, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, and in community, no one is like a judge. No true. one will yeah, that is true. judge us. Everybody is welcome. No one will judge you, and and we're here to help um, yeah. in the, in the best way possible. Yes, Absolutely. everyone. Yeah. And community are like always supportive and motivation motivates us to like do more contribution. True, true, 
sure. And I have to call out, of course, uh, if needed, um, samples are always welcome uh, across the Microsoft 365, and there's there's multiple ways of contributing for sure. So, um, and then from there, learning into doing uh, more and more contributions and getting involved in the projects and all of that, and depending on availability of time as, as well. But cool, uh, Chandani, thank you for this. This is really cool discussion. And again, your your storyline is actually pretty. Cool, because you you yeah. you didn't have a job and you started because of the pandemic situation and then you started contributing and now you're an MVP. You're a senior software developer, if I remember correctly, in Rabbit Circle. Or what's the title? Now that I remember. Uh, cl cloud consultant. I'm a cloud consultant. Uh, cloud consultant. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And and then an MVP as well. So that's actually really yeah, really yeah. cool. Uh, shows the benefits of contributing in open source for sure. So. Yeah. Thanks for, by the way, having me. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> really, really cool to, cool to have a discussion and, and catch up as well, because we haven't had a chance to do that as well. Um, any any last thing, Waldex, uh, Waldex, from your side? Questions still pending? All of them things. All of <laughs> uh, <laughs> so many more things. Like, I think the one thing that we, that we haven't asked you is the recipe. Like, what is your favorite recipe? Oh, the cooking recipe. Good. You said that you like yes. cooking. Yeah. Yeah, Pani Puri. You can pick Have only one. You can pick only one. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Pani, Pani. Pu Pani Puri. Gol Gappe. Have you heard before? Nope. Not sure what it is. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Just. I found it. Is oh, it for that you, is it meat? For, for is that, it fruit? For that, you have to visit India. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. I feel I feel invited. Thank you. I'll I'll actually add a link on the chat for Waldeck uh, after the spices. meeting to check. <laughs> so. Yeah, there are lots of spices and yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it for the, for now. Um, thank you, Jandani. A really really cool to have a discussion. Thank you for joining us. Um, and we'll. Have a great rest of the week. Uh, we'll jump uh, on the in the show. We'll jump into the articles together with Waldek. But thank you, Chandani, on this one. Really, really yeah. cool. Thank, thanks, thank both you. of you. Thanks for having me. Bye, bye. Absolutely. Bye, bye. I'm hungry now. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Chandani. One more time. Really, really cool and nice to nice to catch up as well. And thank you for being open and 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 transparent on on your experiences as well. And and all the best, of course, in the Rapid Circle. And by the way. Thank you, Rapid Circle, for allowing MVPs to participate on the community uh, work as well, which is super, super important. Should we jump on the articles? Other thoughts? Let's do that because let's we have a few of them in the last week. So let's yes, we do, do let's go do. through them and let's see yep. what's cooking. So first of all, on a Teams blog, uh, and nothing really super official business related, um, but celebrate success using together images in Microsoft Teams. And that took a while to actually figure out what, but uh, again, high five day. I national high five day. So basically, if you have two, where, where is it? If you have two high fives matching, and uh, there's going to be an additional reaction uh, within the teams. That's basically the news. Uh, so more and more, this kind of, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be too official, too strict on on how do we how do we do things in teams. Um, we, can, we can actually, you can smile and do business at the same time. It's mind blowing, isn't it? What? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. And now then we uh, had a preview um, 
or, or preview capabilities uh, on accessing Microsoft Cloud emission data with Microsoft Cloud for Sustainability API. So basically, as based on the usage what you have in Azure and Microsoft 365, you can actually get an, the, the emission impact um, within the data center, even though, of course, this Microsoft takes a good data centers, but we can do estimates and calculations on how much of your company's specific emissions are if you're looking into uh, that information seems to be more and more interesting for people, which is great. Nature first. Yeah, yeah and I guess that will be the, the next interesting step, how you can, can influence it. How can you yes, more, absolutely. work more efficiently to yep. lower the stress on your tenant? And yep. would that bring down the emissions? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So that's really, really cool. Now, then there was a update. I'm going to actually talk about this one as well uh, from Bert Janssen related on the uh, SharePoint 2013 workflow uh, deprecation. Uh, deprecation does not mean that it's not supported. It means that it's we, we explicitly are calling out that we are not investing in here. This is not an area where you should be investing but it's okay to use it for now. It's supported, it's fine. But we also give it a tape dateline and we give it a dateline of April 2nd, 2026, when we will be shutting it down. And that is three years from now. But um, so there's plenty of time to get prepared, but people should be and customers and partners should be starting thinking this already today. So I like this level of communication. So we basically say, starting from April 2nd, 2024, all of the new tenants will not have this feature anymore. All of the older tenants uh, will shut it down in 2026, and hopefully by that time you've actually transitioned away from that particular feature. So, so it will be an interesting thing as of next year. How can I be able to get an old tenant if I want to use it now? Yeah. Yes. Now, <clears throat> then we'll move in here uh, to talk about the changes in the name, name changes. Exactly. Right. So for Microsoft Graph PowerShell. SDK and CLI, we use an AAD app that we use to authenticate, right? So we use OAuth to basically allow you to authenticate either yourself or use app-only auth. And we change the name of that AAD app. And the reason for that is, is that we want to use one AAD app across both PowerShell, SDK, and CLI, CLI. and we want to yep. have a name that covers them both. So the only thing that changes is the name. Does that affect you? 99 out of 100 times, probably not. The only... Yes effect that that might have on you is if wherever in your code you're checking the name of that AAD app. Yeah. I have no idea why would you do that, but if you have something around that, Correct. you want to update that name because it's changed. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Should not be an actually impactful thing, but again, good to you go know, never just in case. Exactly. Now, Matthew McCart had a article on OData property changes, call records change notification in Microsoft Craft. All data property changes to call records change notification in Microsoft Cloud. So basically, there is a change in a property name, uh, which might be impacting your code. So basically, there are changes within the field naming and how it will be transitioned. So could again call out, uh, not an optimal situation, of course, uh, but but basically these things do happen. So. But is this on beta endpoint? Is that Correct or is it uh, not? Da, 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 unclear, da, unclear, unclear. unclear. Uh, it's 1.0. It is 1v1. So, and v1, typically we don't do these kind of changes, um, but in certain requirements, that might 
still happen. Obviously, we want to minimize those these kind of changes because potentially there could be now a breaking change within the code, which nobody is aware until the change will be forced um, within a tenant, and then we'll know about it. And that's exactly why we shouldn't never ever do this. So, or minimize the impact of this. You want to talk about the team's toolkit and Visual Studio Code update? Always, 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 right? So uh, we've got another update, and these are really great, right? Because these summarize a bunch of work that has been done in the past weeks. And in this time, we're talking about Teams Toolkit for Visual Studio Code update, April 2023. And one of the coolest things that stands out immediately as we look at this article is tunneling. And we all know when you want to build a bot, you need to have a tunnel so that internet uh, or teams on the internet in the cloud can actually resolve the URL of the bot that you run on your box during development. And yep. in the past, we used for that Ngrok. The problem with that is, is that many companies don't allow it because, well, it opens up a hole in systems in the network allowing incoming calls. So now we use for that instead tunneling, which is native to, to VS Code. And that is really cool because that is Microsoft technology that we use, that we yep. own, and that works more efficiently. So this is really great news for everybody who had difficulties in the past to build bots because they couldn't use Angrok and they had to do like really weird ways around it. Now you can use Microsoft own tech for that. So this is a really one of the most, most, also I don't know the most, but one one of the more requested uh, things, improvements uh, related to building apps on Teams. And there are some other improvements too around SPFX, right? So in the latest version of Toolkit, we can use a newer newer version of SPFX. So this exactly. one basically so, is the debugging, uh, improved debugging experiences uh, for our token office as well. So Exactly. So with the apps that, that you build on SPFX, or is it? No, this isn't related to, to SPFX, is it? No, this is SPFX. This is SPFX okay. debugging. Of course, this debugging gotcha. works also for non-SPFX projects, but the SPFX yeah. projects have been now improved to have an easy way of debugging directly in Outlook or in Office. So. Or in Teams. Or in Teams, of course. <laughs> teams has existed there, but... Yes, um, so. yes, exactly. So TLDR, a really great number of improvements. If you haven't checked it out yet, definitely do so, because it's the fastest way to build apps for Teams. Absolutely. Yep. Really, really cool. And then we had a, a Viva block, uh, unblock Viva deployment and adaption in your organization. Just a, a good proc uh, reminder related on uh, the events and uh, events and recordings, what we have available. Um, and we have MVP let Getting Started Fever Series, which runs weekly interactive uh, uh, interactive webinars at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And that's actually really, really cool. So having more content related on the Viva uh, and Viva adoption uh, all up. So, so that's basically all of the individual Viva modules and so on, which is really, really great. Now, CLI for Microsoft 365 Spring Cleaning Initiative. What is this? Yes, the spring is here. We talked about it already. The spring is, is in Finland, apparently. It isn't here <laughs> in the Netherlands. It's raining yes. and it's gray and it's windy. Nevertheless, uh, the flowers are blooming, the trees are blooming and whatever. So the spring is here. Yep. And with that, we thought like, hey, we have, over the course of time, we accumulated a number of, you know, issues, things that have been around that, that we wanted to get done for a long time and we didn't get to it. So yep. that was like, hey, why not clean up the project? So we identify a number of issues with spring cleaning issues, right? So basically help us work with us to uh, get 
some of those things that have been out there for a while that we always tended to get to, but we didn't work with us to get them done and earn an extra badge. So this is really cool. cool. This is going now, and this is going until end of spring, which is June 20. So the Northern Hemisphere end of spring is end of this. So we still have a bunch <laughs> of time, but yes. nowadays, you know, time time flies when you're having fun. So be quick. Sure. We still have quite a few of these issues to, uh, for you to work on. So it would be really cool to see you uh, pick any of them up. Awesome. Really, really cool. And then there was an update related on introducing NPM package provenance. Um, how to verify link NPM packages to your source repository and build instructions. So this is actually really, really, really good uh, stuff because uh, how else would you be able to verify uh, the packages which are using from NPM? Um, and it's, it would not be the first time there is an unknown package which has a surprise uh, update which is causing problems or or is even malicious. Uh, so basic idea here is that we're improving the GitHub owns nowadays NPM and, and we're improving the reliability of NPM engine. Exactly, right? So it is exactly that, that so that you can have this end-to-end uh, assurance, right? That the code that you're running originates from a repo, from commit, and you can trace yes. all of that back. And it doesn't mean yep. that the package doesn't have uh, malicious code because Fair if point. the code is in the repo, it will yes. be included yes. in, exactly. in the package exactly. still. But it's still this end-to-end chain of assurance that you can actually verify, right? That yep. the package you use can be linked to this commit and you can see all of that and verify what's in there. So this is really, yep. really cool. And again, as we use more and more things that are coming from NPM, this is a great step towards uh, that extra assurance and I hope that we will see more packages on NPM to use it. Yep, absolutely. Now, uh, Lorian Strand had a uh, new blog post related on attempting to explain team share channels to end users. Uh, so basically, what is it? How does it work? And scenarios and trying to explain what it actually does. Uh, but why? Now, um, so... <laughs> But thank you, thank you, Lorian. Uh, on this one, really, really cool. These are really, really good uh, for clarifying what happens behind the scenes and what does it actually mean uh, in practice. So, Chris O'Brien had a new blog post related on managed Azure OpenAI and ChatGPT costs, um, and he's been investigating this stuff quite a lot. Exactly, right? So as we use more and more AI, as we are experimenting with it, and we are curious, what else can we do with that? Well, the flip side is, it's not free. So how do you keep track of all the costs you make? How can you plan for it? How can you keep track on, you know, like how much you will spend so that you don't exceed it and you will not get out of the blue a bill for thousands, billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars, yep. right? So <laughs> basically allowing you to keep track of the cost and your spend and allowing you to plan all of that and to be ahead of it so that you will avoid any extra costs that you, yep. you didn't plan. Really, really important stuff as you are experimenting with this stack. Yep, absolutely. Now, uh, Wonder Laura had a, a new uh, blog post, and I think there's a video. Typically, there's a video as well, uh, unless I'm completely mistaken. Uh, nope, no, 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 not in this case. Um, which is move SharePoint designer workflows to Power Automate. So, what does it actually mean? Uh, because the SharePoint 2013 designers will be uh, going away, as we covered already in the previous blog post, and um, as we did. So, how do you do this? How do you plan it? What are the steps? And then, how do you transition those to be in uh, Power Automate? 
So really, really cool. Uh, let's click that one and say, exactly. yep. Another article that talks about SharePoint 2013 workflow retirement, right? So, and this, this time this article from Horace, uh, right, who goes again through the, what we already said, SharePoint workflow 2013 is end of life. We are not removing it just yet. We announced that we will stop investing in it and we announced a date that it will go away. So keep that in mind already. Plan, 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 because you don't want to find yourself at the end of the road when the runway is gone and you're like, okay, I need to fix this now because it's yep. late. So Absolutely. be ahead of it. Now, uh, Martin had a new blog post. His blog posts are really, very cool because they're super descriptive and, and they cover a lot of things as well. Uh, using the on behalf uh, flow in Azure PowerShell functions. And this is a relatively typical scenario. For example, when you're using SPFX or a application and then you do the location for authentication or whatever you do and call the Azure, Azure function and then the PowerShell is, is running there. So actually going through the different options. How would you do that? How do you set up things and configure things? And how do you then call the Azure function within a code as well or, or and how, how to make things work. It's really, really cool. Thank you, Martin. Step by step uh, going that through as well. Then there was a blog post from uh, Marcin uh, Woshevsky. That wasn't too bad. See? See? Yes, Martin almost. Woshevsky. Almost. Yeah? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if my finish is as your Polish now, it's okay. I get it. Right? <laughs> And in this in this article, he writes about how can you use link expression with Microsoft Graph.NET SDK. And this is a really cool thing, right? Because like if you are used to uh, .NET, you probably use link expressions a lot, like to get data, query objects, and so forth and so on. And out of the box, apparently, you cannot use it on the Microsoft Graph.NET SDK. But there are ways in which you can go about it, and it's really interesting to see folks push limits and finding new ways. And it's also cool to see. Uh, product groups internally look at it like, like, yes, this is interesting. It's cool to see folks kind of communicate the needs that they have to the, the product groups to have that included in products. So this is a re yep. really great way to share feedbacks and uh, needs. Yep, absolutely. Thank you, Marcin, on that one. And there was also an update on PMPJS version 3.14 is now out. And there is a new package, which is really, very really cool package, which is PMP. Uh, AZIDJS client. That's that's how you'd actually do that. AZIDJS client. AZIDJS yes. client. <laughs> client. Um, but it's basically helping on doing the authentication uh, to, to uh, when you are using Azure Node.js solutions uh, with PMPJS. So this is really targeting making that side of the easier. So in a server side in Azure, you're running a Node.js solution, which is then connecting SharePoint Online. So not client side, that's not really for client side side, client side side, because you don't, well, anyway, so confusing, super clear, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Three isn't just, what was it? Isn't. Um, <laughs> message to show had a new weekly update, uh, theme spatial audio, audio, video messaging, and more. Um, again, a, a great summary on what's actually happening here. Uh, so what are the latest, latest announcements in the message center for administrators and then going through what the MVPs know about uh, and what has been published related on those functionalities. So again, really cool stuff here as well. Then we had a update uh, or new video from Paolo Pialorsi in Piazzas. Um, 
and what's new in SharePoint Framework 1.17.1. And this really focusing again and six minutes, 51 seconds, uh, going through all of the different capabilities and features which were included in 1.17 or 1.17.1, uh, which was still the a small uh, improvement still on 1.17. Uh, so talking about the different ways of, of then taking advantage of those new features uh, from code perspective, which is super cool as well. And then Shane had a, a one more video, uh, skip trial. Uh, Power Apps Collection uh, introductions. So basically, what are the Power Apps Collections um, and what you should be knowing about Power Apps Connections as you start implementing your Power Apps um, and practical examples on, on how to use them as well. So, which is really, really cool. That is the collection, Power App Connection collection. Is okay. it? I think it is. Yes. If you're saying so. <laughs> yes. Cool. What's happening this week, Waldek? What's happening this week? Uh, this week is the week before this, the silence before the storm. We are next week. We are we are having new release of Microsoft Graph Developer Proxy, CLF Microsoft 365. So it's the week where we wrap up some of the work, right? Release notes, prep, 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 everything for the release. Um, other than that, we're planning another another event, TBD, or you will hear more about it soon. Uh, we're yep. not there. Uh, we're not announcing anything just yet, but there will be something com coming soon. Um, so that's taking some of the time too. And other than that, um, it's very much more than enough already. Yes, <laughs> I, I will you? be basically doing conference prep, conference prep, conference prep, conference prep, conference prep, and and conference prep and conference prep and conference prep. You know, we have that the. Someone like you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, that's good. That was good. So, um, but yeah, so that we have the Microsoft 365 conference next week. Uh, I'm in two workshops, uh, two sessions, and apparently in a keynote. Uh, so with, there's quite a few things to get uh, clarified under demos. And, and and to be fair, on for your comment, I'm fine if I would have my own personal session because you know I, it's it's just setting slides and starting storytelling and then then making sure the demos are working. Good, execute. But whenever you're doing a session with somebody else or or who you haven't necessarily done that in the past, it gets much more complicated. Um, so, you know, because people need to communicate and agree on who's doing what where and what is the storyline and transitions and all of that stuff. You um, not, so. not actually like what what is the next step making it even more complex? <laughs> uh, Organizing the whole event. Yes, true, true. <laughs> Now, two weeks after the, the Microsoft 365 conference, next week, Las Vegas, two weeks after that, we'll have then the ECS as well. So we need build. to start prepping on that and build on overlapping uh, on that as well. And then, of course, the community calls happens every single week uh, anyway. So last week, actually, we, we had 12, more than 1,200 people joining live on community calls. Wow, so. that's insane. That that's is pretty insane. cool. That's so really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good to see those. Um, but again, that I, I would say coming back on the discussion which we started, which is about the MVP summit and what it means, and and the timeline sequences are changing. So it's no longer shipping in every single three years; it's shipping every single week, and that that really comes back on this speed of innovation and speed of communication, which we need to get in place as well. And that's why community calls and there's a high demand for organizations to then demo their new stuff in community calls as well, rather than wait for, well, whenever the build is, we're going to just show the, the coolest thing ever. It's in six months. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll wait until. 
So no, we will ship now and then wait six months to show it to people. Like that yeah, doesn't exactly. really work, exactly. right? You, exactly. like you want to own the message, so yes. you got to get out there. And yeah, it's 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 really cool to hear that uh, community goals are that venue, are that stage yeah. for everybody to show whether that's the hacks that they do, samples that they build, or even product groups who build a product and want yep. to show it to the audience. So this is really, yep. really cool to hear that we have that stage ready for, for everybody, whether you work internally on product, you work on projects, or you build cool things in community. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. That was a good advertisement. Please sign up to volunteer to do a demo. Uh, uh, demos, we do welcome community demos within the within these calls as well. So. But I guess that's it for now. So thanks, thanks, Chandani, one more time. Really cool to catch up. Um, thank you, Waldek. Uh, we'll be back within a week. We will. Cheers. Bye.